Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of pro wrestling. I am, of course, the five-star man, Asa Gray. Joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. Having been returned to us from the aliens. Yeah. I'm, uh, ha- I'm happy that Amarin's spaceship let me go. <laughs> the, is that what was that the name of the the, the ship? Am- yeah. Yeah, it uh, hit a tree and just, I don't remember anything because it was so dark. <laughs> God, I was so mad. So, all reality, I lost power because we had an ice storm last week in Cape Girardeau. And it was after the ice storm, Asa. I don't remember if you know if you remember it because all of our stuff happened Wednesday night. No, I do. Because I was very, like, because it, it happened like two hours before we were supposed to record. Yeah. You just, me- you sent me a message and you were just like, no. hey, I don't have... It happened 10 minutes before we were supposed to record. Was it that soon? Oh, no, no. Okay. It was an hour and 10. We're, I'm used to recording at 7. You pushed it back to 8. And I was like, all right, cool. I can do 8 o'clock because like, my oh, work no. got, got canceled. I pushed it back because I figured that I, w- I was hoping that would give it time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because so, you, you lost power. And I was like, okay, well, we, you know, well, if anything, you know, if it doesn't come back, I'll do the show. You know, I'll do a solo show, but that'll at least give them time to work on it. Yeah. And, um, so like me and Sadie were playing Fortnite. We were getting to like the final 25 and then it just fucking shut off. Mm -hmm. It came on, came off three times. And it was that, that's what told me it was out was the, it pulsed three times. So there was so much ice and I live around a really like heavily wooded area, which is weird because I live in the middle of Cape, but like you've been to my neighborhood, there's trees everywhere. Yeah. Um, and my neighbor's tree essentially broke in half. And took out a power line. Sick. Yeah, pretty dope. It was pretty cool to see. That next morning, I had to take an alternate way from work, or to get to work, because the way I usually go, there's a giant tree branch blocking the road. So uh, yeah. so that was a bummer. Also, um, I, I'm glad we, we were talking about realistic things, because it's going to sound unrealistic, and also like a bit following you know the alien abduction, which I don't know why I did. I just... It made me kind of laugh, so I just. I didn't. With it. I didn't catch the uh, the show right away, mm-hmm. and I was very confused on why Dylan tweeted out, "I can't believe Dalton got abducted by aliens" or something in that vein. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I made. I think I made a comment or I liked it or something. But I was like, "What the hell is he talking about?" And then I listened <laughs> to the show like two days later, and I was like, "I'm a dickhead." Oh, there <laughs> it is. No, um, but no. So I am incredibly low energy uh because i have the norovirus which i thought was a fucking typo when you sent to me i was like did he get covid again no no this is this is something new this is well not new but it's it's something different and let me tell you folks uh don't recommend it i said Uh, it i I said it in front of my mom she instantly was just like i hope he's okay and I mm-hmm. was like, is that a thing? And she was like, no, it's definitely a thing, Dalton. Like, and it's not good that he has it. And yeah, I'm like, no. oh, poor guy. Uh, I like I was I was aware of the term, but it was Audra when I told her what the doctor told me when they called me um, because they stole my blood and my poop. Um, borrowed. Boys, yeah, they, no, they borrowed. They, they're not giving it back. Um, but so Audra was like, no, that's like my worst nightmare. Like, it, it is a literal nightmare. Apparently, it happens on cruise ships a lot. Um, but for those of you who don't know, it's a GI virus that desperately, and at all costs, needs my insides to be my outsides. 
Um, so I am on day four yeah. now of what is apparently a seven to ten day stint. Yeah, because so I was we the day one I was shooting you messages like all day because I think mm-hmm. shit was happening or it was something cool was happening, so I was like messaging you. And there, I, yeah, it was a bunch of two K stuff and a bunch of like and, and other wrestling just general happenings within the world of wrestling. And, you know, we message each other whenever we see stuff like that so we can talk about it. And I just, like, I was seeing them. Like, I was seeing them come in, but I wasn't reading anything because I yeah. was just basically Sunday morning at, like, 4. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time and I'm not going to get graphic with it because it's gross. But basically, like, Sunday morning going into Monday at, like, 4, I woke up and I had really bad heartburn. And then from there, everything just kind of started. And I thought it was food poisoning initially because like it was weird because like i would eh, and then there would be a few minutes where i would just like feel better like okay cool like it passed i'm done nope and then it just the cycle would start again real bad heartburn real bad nausea and then i needed to be in the bathroom and it was just like and it just kept going so i called into work it's like hey i think i have food poisoning and then audra mentioned at one point hey i think you have a fever like we, you need to take your temperature. I took my temperature. I was running a fever. Um, and so I was like, well, this sucks depending on how I feel. The ne- so I went ahead, and just made an appointment to go to the doctor the next day. Um, so I did that. They did the COVID test. That was negative. They did the, the samples. They, they stole my fluids and gave them to science people. And then they called and she told me, so typically what we do, because there's so many tests, we don't call you unless we find something or we wait until everything comes back and then we give you the full. And that can take up to a week, which hopefully if nothing came, if we're not finding anything, you're not sick anymore. Because there's also a stomach bug apparently yeah. going around Cape right now. This was not that. <laughs> so they called me like literally the next day. They called me Wednesday and they're just like, yep, so this is what you have. And I was like, sick great literally literally sick so yeah so sorry we're this is the first 10 minutes of the episode this week but uh i wanted i'm very excited for revolution i told dalton this before the show like so that's the main thing that i wanted to talk about um if it wasn't for the pay-per-view i probably we probably wouldn't be recording or at least i wouldn't be recording um but there there is a lot that happened this week so i'm glad we're getting an episode out thank you for sticking with us uh these two weeks because last week was a solo show and i understand from a listener perspective that was rough because from a hosting perspective that was rough Um, it was good i liked it i did listen to it yeah you did a fine job (laughs) um and then this week you're you're not getting my a game either hopefully next week you know we'll, we'll both be we'll both be good tip top health you have to stay healthy now because if something happens to you i'll and you myself um but before we get to the news um i don't know if we're allowed to call this if we're allowed to call this that or not but um the the weekly thing of i want to put some positivity into the world of wrestling uh i'm just going to put that in the setup that way we at least have something to talk about every week instead of just like sometimes yeah because we're not that exciting um, but I want to call it the power of positivity because one, the new day is the greatest team of all time. Uh, and two, it just, it fits for what we're doing. Yeah. But again, I don't know if there's like a trademark or something like that. Well, it's um, the name of their podcast. So it's definitely trademarked. 
that is very true but it's the new but it's the new day but here's my thought asa for one fuck them and for two no no absolutely not no fuck wwe they're the ones that own that podcast also that's not the name of the podcast the name of the podcast is the new day feel the power Oh, okay, good. Yeah, then we can use it. My second thing was going to be, they're not fucking using it anyway because they haven't done a new show in a while because fuck WWE. Because again, back to point one, fuck them. I like I like how you just, the, the confidence of, oh, well, then we can use it. Like, yeah, they're not using that it. That was the if only thing. If there's, the one thing, I, thing. if there's one thing I've heard in wrestling, if somebody's just like, well, I'm using this new move. Well, Wrestler X uses that move, though. They used that move, like, two years ago. Be like, well, they're not fucking using it. It's the package pile driver. Nobody else did the package pile driver except for Steam. And then Steve went to WWE. And then a lot of people started using the package pile driver. Because fuck him, he's not using it. Like, I'm not even being funny. Like, no, that's I know. A, I, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Because I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, one of the people that you're talking about. Because it is a thing. And we've heard it from several people. Yeah. But I, I can hear him saying these words. My finisher, um, that swinging reverse DDT, mm-hmm. that was somebody else's move. But fuck them, they're not using it anymore. And they gifted it to me. They said, like, hey, take, like, use this. But, like, it's like, yeah, fuck them. You don't, that's not, oh my God. But fuck them, he's not using it. Anyway, so the power of positivity. I I need you to know my favorite thing about you is that one day only one of us will be on the earth. (laughs) It's. Which one do you want it to be? Either. At this point, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because it's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm saying fuck him because I'm stealing his move. Except he gifted it to me. He expressly told, oh, my God. It's Brandon. Right. Fuck power- him. Because he yeah, would laugh at it's- it. Uh, so, the power of positivity. Posit- I told you I wanted one of us to die. Power of positivity. <laughs> Someone in wrestling that I want to give a shout out to just because uh, is the current AEW world champion, Hangman Adam Page. Fuck my you. My world champion. Oh my god, uh, that's who I wanted! Well, we're both well, the, using them. Yeah, so yeah. it's the tandem, uh, because to, to just my absolute dismay, uh, Glenn Jacobs continues to tweet just the dumbest shit, and so while, you know, Russia is actively, like, murdering people, invading a sovereign nation for no genuine reason, uh, other than just fucking psychopathy glenn jacobs is tweeting out about like the left being offended that putin doesn't care about cancel culture it didn't make sense there yeah. there's no there's no point to what he actually his, had to say it was just outrage talk yeah from... his his initial tweet and i'm gonna say and now i need you to know i don't agree with any of it and it doesn't make sense but i understood his first tweet where I'm like, okay, I get what he's saying. He's an asshole, but like, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, I get the context of it. But that second one of him not caring about the left or giving a wit about toxic masculinity or cancel culture, I was like, I mean, those t- like he pulled a, a Dalton at that moment where he said something kind of related right next to it that was unprompted. It was very confusing. But what you were but about the, to say was is yeah. literally the best thing ever. The, the highlight of it, though, is the fact that so I'm looking at the tweet right now. I'm not going to read it because it's it's not words that deserve to be read, um, but it is sitting at three thousand three hundred eighty eight likes. 
one of the responses coming from one at the Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page, AEW World Champion, is currently sitting at 41,000, <laughs> 41. likes. Because it was uh, spicy. And it literally is just UNICEF, Support Children of Ukraine, uh, Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund, uh, which both of those links, and the, there are links to organizations where you can donate to help the people of Ukraine. I will be putting both of those links in the episode description of this show as well. Uh, and then the third link, though, is 10 ruthless chair shots Kane took to the head. <laughs> I, and I like, it's so funny. <laughs> don't get me wrong. CTE isn't funny. Like, brain damage isn't funny. It's it's not a, a you know, cool thing to, to joke about that. Maybe it's just me being soft. I don't know. But, like, this is funny. This, no, this like, is good. I get um, what you're saying, Asa, and you're not wrong 99% of the time. The one time it's perfectly cool is when you're dunking on somebody that is being pro-Putin. If you want to dunk on a guy, it, it like, because it's the whole thing, like, give me a fucking reason to make fun of you, please. Like, that's the thing that me and you live off of. If somebody's going to say something stupid, say it around us so we can rip on you. Hangman Page did the best thing ever where he was like, I'm going to link the opposite because fuck you, Glenn Jacobs. And also, you've been hitting the head a whole lot. Maybe you're kind of, maybe maybe you're working with scrambled goods. And I, it's very rare that I legitimately LOL at my phone screen at just a tweet. Mm-hmm. I saw it and immediately died because I didn't like, I didn't see the tweet on my Twitter. I saw somebody on a page that I'm on was like, well, fuck Kane and da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, oh, God, what did Kane tweet? And then I realized, oh, he didn't tweet. I mean, he tweeted it. Glenn Jacobs tweeted it, but it was on his Glenn Jacobs, like, Twitter thing. So if you want to go yeah. like Hangman's his tweet. His MAGA account? Yeah. If you want to go like Hangman's, t- Hangman's tweet, go do that. Uh, but you have to go to Glenn Jacobs. Uh, and it's just that whole level of it's so simple, yet so shitty. Like, yeah. that was... That was spicy. Uh, Darius Martin retweeting under that cowboy shit. Like, and that's, I said the same thing you did where I was like, that's my fucking world champion. I don't yeah. even hate Reigns or Lesnar, but fucking Hangman is my champion. Because also, he's a dirty millennial just like I am. Like, that's my world champion. Anxious millennial cowboy. It's in his stick. <laughs> I love yeah. it so much. And also, so it, mine wasn't just... Uh, hangman as himself my positive thing was going to be his uh, social media presence as a whole because he doesn't tweet out a whole lot he's more of a response tweeter but in the last two years he had that really glorious like 10 things you should do when the pandemic started and mm-hmm. it was like social distance wear a mask like do all that and the bottom of it was like and buy some corona beer because the good people over there did absolutely nothing wrong and, then, and they legitimately like had like they took a hit a hit yeah financially and um, the second one, and we did a story about it. I think we were still under PWU. I don't think we were nerdiest part yet. But he did the um, cameo or shoot, like shoot, like promotion thing where half of the proceeds went to the school that he worked for, mm-hmm. um, and the other half went to him because he's a greedy bitch. His words, not mine. Yeah, his words, not mine. That's how he plugged it when uh, he said he was donating to charity. Yeah, or when he was donating it to the school. Uh, uh, same diff, uh, <laughs> cause public yeah. school in America, uh, he like, <laughs> easy there, <laughs> whole storm, whole storm. <laughs> no, I said what I said, uh, cause that's how we have, uh, nope. All right. Now I'm holstering him. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
He's just like, he just seems like a beacon of good. He is what we want Chris Jericho to be. So yeah. hopefully, like, in 20 years, he stays the course. Hey, uh, I will, I, credit where it's due, uh, which Jericho actually is Ukrainian. Like, he's part Ukrainian. Uh, he he actually had a really nice Instagram post, like, in support of the people of Ukraine because, you know, that's his heritage. Yeah. Um. So, like, that was, you know, because, again, and, and it's something that we talked about with Greg Miller, um, you know, and, and just in general, people are complex. They're, they're, they're bad people can say good things good people can say bad things it, it, it doesn't define their whole character we're just at the point now where it's like glenn jacobs has just said a lot of really really stupid things and, and hangman like, page Ugh. and hangman page got that ass uh really did it was be- oh man it was so glorious uh it was my favorite thing in wrestling it was gonna be my top news story until our top news story happened because like yeah. it wasn't a big week in wrestling but man hangman just had an open barbecue on twitter and just roasted that ass. It was great. And it was Kane of all people who is Honestly, used to this, being burned. And that was the worst burn he ever suffered. I'll, I'll say this. I mean, typically I think that Kansas City barbecue is better than Texas barbecue. But this week I'll give it to him. He's from Virginia. No, uh, cowboy. Oh, yeah. But he's from. I didn't know Virginia barbecue was so good until fucking Sunday happened. Well, it's not. It's 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 texas barbecue anyway um, all right anywho uh on to the actual yeah news of the week the, the the big story dalton alluded to no dodging around it tony khan has announced that he now owns ring of honor um there's a very lengthy press release that you can find on tony khan's twitter that was put out but uh it's just basically a it, it, there's no real details yet We don't know how much it was sold for. Um, I'll read this first paragraph, though. March 2nd, 2022. Moments ago on AEW Dynamite, live on TBS, it was announced that Tony Khan has agreed to acquire the assets of Ring of Honor Wrestling Entertainment, LLC, from Sinclair Broadcast Broadcast Group, including the promotion's extensive video library dating back to 2002, brand assets, intellectual property, production equipment and more i think that's the the big heavy hitting parts of it is all of the ip that ring of honor owns the video library is what is the biggest deal out of this uh i think because all of the contracts have like there's no wrestler contracts involved i don't know about employees we don't know any of that we don't know how soon it will take effect as far as i know i haven't seen any update on that um see the last part of it though is this acquisition will be completed through an entity that is wholly owned by tony khan further details about the extent of this acquisition will be announced in the coming weeks um so this is not AEW buying ring of honor that is a very important distinction to make uh this is tony khan buying ring of honor so it'll be interesting to see what comes of this uh, Dalton had to step away for a minute, so that's why it's going to be just me kind of filling air here for a second. Um, but I think this is exciting. Uh, I want to say this is, I, I will say like my one, not criticism of it is just like people's reaction to it because it is huge news, but people were acting like no one saw this coming when the second that it was like, oh, Tony Khan is making an announcement. People were predicting this. 
And I was just like, so why is everyone acting like no one, this is coming from complete left field. No one had any idea that Tony Khan could be buying Ring of Honor. But it was like, well, no, So people were saying, like, what if he did? Like, that was just the thing. But it's exciting that it's actually confirmed now. I was hoping for his announcement that it was going to include a streaming deal of some sort. Yeah. Like, hey, we're we're combining <sighs> Ring of Honor with AEW content and it's going on HBO Max or we're merging, you know, AEW content's going to be on Honor Club. Something like that. But yeah, in I'm, that vein. That's coming. There's no there. You know, that is 100 percent in the works on its way. It has to be. Yeah. And if you're THQ, you got to be real pissed off, right? Because, like, <laughs> they just keep adding shit to this game. Like, hey, it's we're making... It's the opposite of... It's, it's the opposite problem of 2K. Yeah, they're like, hey... You uh, hired who? God damn it. You got Owen Hart. Well, that's cool, because, like... Yeah, but, like, we gotta put... P- punk? You got Punk? You bought a whole nother fucking company? Mm-hmm. We have to, like, add ring assets and shit now? Which, I mean, that's all speculative, but it's stuff that could happen. Um, mm-hmm. but it's the speculation that I love Asa and we've always gone, yeah. we go over this anytime AW does some shit like this and things that I get excited for. So I'm going to go into a quick deep dive of shit that could happen. Not saying it has happened. Nobody's confirmed this. Um, things that could happen. ROH being in the ring, uh, AEW video game. That's the big, yep. like, well, that's not the big one for me, but that's a pretty cool one because ring of honor has never had a video game. It's the big one for me because I could easily see this being, like the big expansion like the focus of the expansion now granted it's harder to see we this is something that we won't really know it's fun to talk about now because you know it's it's yeah like you said ring of honor has never had a video game ring of honor having an actual video game presence would be amazing the issue is what because there are no wrestlers currently signed to ring of honor Mm mm-hmm do you do that independently? Like, do you go through and try to get Shane Taylor productions, you know, the people who haven't signed anywhere yet, who haven't signed with AEW yet? Do you do what, you know, do they continue with what Ring of Honor had said of, oh, they're going to operate more like a traditional independent company where there's no contracts. It's just like kind of freelance work. Yeah. Or do they start a new second roster? Is this, does Tony Khan just keep ROH and now there's, ROH contracts and AEW contracts, but they can work together. Is this going to be like a, I don't, I don't mean this to sound as disrespectful as it's going to sound. I just don't know of a better way of, of putting it, but could they turn ROH into kind of like an AEW feeder system? I mean, they they could, um, or you kind of already, they kind of did. I mean, when you look at it's, it's what you're, I mean, and another thing you're looking at is kind of a rebuilding of the territories, um, where you have NWA as the, the fucking title, but NWA went everywhere from St. Louis to like Florida mm-hmm. and you have that big stretch of shit now. And you have all these promotions on the, the thing. Now this is a little bit different, um, because it's AEW that owns ring of honor. No, nope, um, it's Tony Khan. It's Tony oh, Khan. Well, Tony Khan. Yeah, my bad. You have Tony Khan who now owns ring ring of honor and AEW. now you have one person that owns two of the biggest names in wrestling in america and he can run both of them independently that man is very wealthy um and i think i and 
and again, this is just kind of a guess, but I'm willing to say that if he starts running Ring of Honor shows, those shows will be heavily, um, more heavily attended at first because people yeah. are going to want to see, oh, it's the new, and it's not the new Ring of Honor owned by some fuck out West. It's Tony Khan who owns a wrestling company that is, could be considered the biggest wrestling company in America with the biggest buzz right now. Um, and the reason that he has that company is because of his love for, for Ring res- of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor. Well, and- re- pro wrestling in general, of course, but like yeah. someone, I saw something earlier. Uh, it was a tweet from like 10 years ago of him being like, just tweeting about like how cool Ring of Honor is and like how much he missed Punk and, and uh, Danielson in it. Yeah. And you can have now, now he has these two companies and I'm not, I'm going to say toys in a toy box and not trying to be disrespectful to the workers he hires, but all right, cool. I have all these things going in AEW right now. At a certain point, things are going to get stale. Even with that bloated roster he has, like it, it could get things start getting stale. Bring a ring of honor guy over or things are getting stale over in ring of honor. Let the Bucks try to go for the tag titles against insert name here, because that's a title that the mm-hmm. Bucks have been very familiar with. There's there's a lot of moving pieces to this that's very interesting to me. And uh the big one, here's my big one, Asa, um, are the toys. Yep. Um, and I, I've talked about this before, but it's super important to bring up that AEW and Tony Khan have a signed deal with Jazzwares, um, who is owned by Jeremy Padauer. Jeremy Padauer was the owner of Jax whenever Jax had the WWE license. And in the early 2000s till about right until the license ran out for Jax and WWE, Jeremy Padauer started a line called WWE Classic Superstars. And WWE Classic Superstars was a love letter to WWE and WWF's past. Um, You would get a bunch of flashback figures um, well, every wave was flashback figures, but you would get people like Ultimate Warrior, which seeing an Ultimate Warrior figure nowadays isn't that big of a deal because he has a Legends contract with WWE. But he didn't have that in the mid to early to mid two thousands. Whenever WWE was openly shitting on him any chance they could, but he had action figures out through him, and it's because Jeremy Padauer went out and signed contracts independent of WWE to get these guys likenesses on action figures, and that's why we got. Abdul the Butcher, Vader, all these names that didn't have WWE contracts had WWE Classic Superstars, and Jeremy Padauer was the guy that was heading that whole fucking thing. Now, Jeremy Padauer owns Ring of Honor and can start a Ring of Honor line of action figures. And he is known to go out there and... What's your question? You, you said Jerry Padauer owns Ring of Honor. Oh, Tony Khan. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I knew what you meant. I just wanted to make sure that yeah, you know. No, no. Jeremy <laughs> bought it for Tony Khan. Bought it for Jeremy Padau. No, that would yes do that because I want to see those action figures get made. <laughs> Jeremy Padauer thinks so. Yeah. So now Jeremy Padauer works for the the guy that owns Ring of Honor, and now Tony Khan. All Tony Khan has to say is, "Hey, let's sign another deal and get Ring of Honor figures out." They already have the molds for a lot of the body types that they're either working on or already have. Now you mm-hmm. just have to go out and get those names. We could get a low-key action figure. We could get, like, if Padauer just, it's just one of the first names. You can get Homicide. You, there's a lot of people you could get. Um, and now, under that, AEW can, they have that Luminaries line where we're getting a 
Legends. Legends, like we're getting Chris Jericho whenever he was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. We could be getting a Summer of Punk CM Punk. Yeah. Like the original Summer of Punk now. Right. And like get the Ring of Honor belt with it. Like there's a lot of cool shit for action figures that are probably going to come out in about three years. And I, you're you're 100% correct. And I knew that was those were the two places you were going to go for sure. Um, to me, the video library is super exciting because so much of their roster has such deep ties to Ring of Honor, especially with their two biggest, like, latest acquisitions in Punk and Danielson. That's super cool. Something that I didn't really consider until I saw people bring it up on Twitter and, and Reddit was All In. That's te- technically under a ring. That's a Ring of Honor property. Yeah. I that's something I hadn't even considered. I just assumed it was, you know, it's one of those things where even though it was pre AEW, it feels so important to AEW as a company. Yeah. That like, oh, no, of course it's theirs. But no, it's not. It's 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 Ring of Honors. But now they have it. Now it's in house. So I'm super excited about it. I think that's super cool. Um, Like I said, we don't know a ton about like employee retention structure of what ring of honor is even going to be i haven't even really seen anything about like the upcoming super card of honor you know is that still going to be booked and you know who's going to be in charge of booking who's going to be in charge of promoting things like oh i mean tony khan is going to be in charge of promoting but is he going to want to do aew and ring of honor booking that at what point does someone be like you got to be careful not to spread yourself too thin you know who he should let run it I swear to God, if you say Cody Rhodes, I'm going to kick you in the dick. QT Marshall. Yeah. Like, I got no disagreement there. I mean, I don't know anything about his booking philosophy, um, but I mean, sure. <laughs> um, And honestly, uh, with Cape the Gerardo's ne- favorite son, QT Marshall. <laughs> nice. Uh, the follow up of you saying Cody Rhodes. Mm hmm. If Cody Rhodes is coming back to AEW and they do that Ring of Honor, like if they do a Ring of Honor invasion, not saying it's going to happen. It's just it's something that's potentially could. Um, yeah, Cody Rhodes would be a good one to like have not be the I don't want to. I honestly don't need more authority figures on TV, but that would be a cool flag bearer. But it wouldn't make as much sense because like if you have the Bucks be for all elite, they were in Ring of Honor forever. I I don't know. I don't know. I am super excited about it. I don't want to start trying to get into TV ideas because I like even saying that I just made myself a little angry. (laughs) So like, but this is like a fucking cool moment in wrestling. And this is something AEW has been doing. Like how many times in the last year, two years have we had to say, this is a fucking cool moment in wrestling. And it's 99% of the time AEW related. It feels like it. Cause like Owen Hart, that was one that like almost brought me to tears Mm-hmm. Uh, CM Punk brought a lot of people to tears. Um, the end of was it all out? Whenever Danielson and Cole showed up, yeah, like they've been doing so much cool shit to give wrestling fans, and I'm saying wrestling because not not sports entertainment, but wrestling fans, what they want. And it's a it's a really weird concept, Asa. That yeah, of just not of like of being optimistic, <sighs> like reading news and being you know optimistic about it instead of just like well how are they gonna fuck this up no they because... listen no i'm saying they listen to their fans and then they do what their fans would like for them to do or cool shit that their fans didn't even know was possible and yeah. their fans back their shit 
it's really fucking weird, Asa. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> because I'm so used to the other company that doesn't do that as much. And when they and, do do it, they do it for three months, and then they let Brock Lesnar take the title off of them. That's happened a few times. Uh, uh, yeah, we I talked about that last week. And we'll talk about it more, because WrestleMania is just right around the corner. Yeah. It's weird to think about, but here we go. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, As but as we know more about Ring of Honor, we'll, get, we'll talk about it more, of course. Duh. Uh, before we get into the Cody Rhodes news that kind of broke... Uh, Earlier today, yesterday, it's recently, more recently, uh, there was a story from, uh, this is from Mike Johnson from PWInsider.com. Uh, WWE shuts down WWE Network in Russia, terminates broadcast partner relationship. Uh, WWE has terminated its partnership with Russian broadcaster Match and shut down WWE Network in Russia effective immediately. The move eliminates access in Russia to any WWE programming, including the company's weekly Raw, SmackDown, and NXT shows, its on-demand library, and all of its premium live events, including WrestleMania 38. Uh, this is a trend growing. You're seeing a lot of services. You're seeing a lot of companies pull their support, pull their access from Russia um, and Russian broadcasters, partners, anything like that in response to the invasion of the sovereign nation of Ukraine. And if you think that this is about cancel culture or like, no, you do take a social, social studies class. I fucking beg you. This is about affecting the economy, which the Russian economy is not doing solid right now. Believe it or not. I'm and... worth more than the ruple, which is not a sentence I'd ever thought I would say or ever have to say, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is one of those things where it's like, I'm genuine, like, given who they will are willing to partner with and who they're willing to work with, and also who politically those in charge of WWE have aligned themselves with, I'm genuinely surprised to see this happen. Uh, but good on them. Good, g- give them credit where it's due, because this is the right call. This is a good thing to do. And while I understand that ultimately this is really more going to affect the people in Russia who for the most part, like we literally saw them risk the, I don't know if you saw it, but like the protest that they did in the capital of a country where you're really not allowed to protest openly, like that showed guts. And like, it shows that like the actual people of Russia are not one in the same with the, the ones in charge. Yeah. So that's good to see. It sucks that those people are now are going to be affected by this as well. But there's, you know, outside, you know, there's ways of getting around it with like VPNs and stuff like that. But ultimately, this is this goes against the actual like ones in power. It just sucks that there are effects for others as well. So yeah. uh, moving on to this is from uh, this was broken by Cassidy Hayes from Bodyslam.net, who. Dalton, you're gonna have to remind me. Is this is he is Cassidy the one? Is he the one who broke the Daniel uh, the Brian Danielson news? I think so. Of, of him going to AEW, I thought so as well. I remember there was a big story from from him that turned out to be true because it it's not a name that I super. I, I like I have my the handful of people that I follow for like wrestling news and he's just like outside that circle. I knew the name and I knew it wasn't just someone making shit up. Yeah. But it's not someone who I think of as just like, oh yeah, no, I'm one hundred percent 
on board with this, but uh, let's see. Bodyslam.net, Cassidy Hayes. Uh, we since exclusive or oh, on this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan made the announcement that he had purchased Ring of Honor Wrestling. We since exclusively reported that the internal plans in place currently is for ROH to serve as a developmental of sorts for AEW going forward. Okay, so that's what I was talking about with like the feeder system. Additionally, it was said that the main roster AEW talents will be dipped into the ROH brand from time to time, like you had mentioned. While asking around about the purchase of Ring of Honor, sources have also confirmed to me that the reports of Brandy and Cody Rhodes leaving AEW was, quote, very much real life and was not a work, end quote. Additionally, I was told that discussions had been ongoing between Cody and WWE, but I was told those, quote, those conversations have since fizzled out, end quote. One source indicated that there is hope that Cody can be brought back into the AEW fold. The idea was floated to me that there might be a possibility again with a new role involving the ROH acquisition. Um, so that's kind of interesting to hear. Um, I know that Cody posted a picture on Instagram saying like, this is what retirement looks like. Uh, there was the comment that he made about being a stay-at-home dad now. And granted, no, again, no one knows for sure. This is all reports from things that people have been told. It, it, I, I genuinely would be surprised to see him go back with AEW, I think. Um, I don't know if, like, Tony Khan would be willing... Like, if the whole... There's so many ifs, it, like... This is the part of we love speculation. Yeah. We like speculation about like, oh, who's going to be in the video game? What's the DLC going to look like? What's this action figure going to be? This is like, okay, so let's assume that Cody did have a problem with creative control and he wanted X amount of dollars that Tony Khan wasn't willing to pay him. Blah blah blah. Like there's too many moving parts to really like do it justice, but that said I'm going to do it anyway. I don't see Khan spending that much however much money on roh because I, I read somewhere i would need to find this again but apparently roh was valued at like 10 times what wcw was when it sold oh so in, like 40 bucks instead of yeah 10 yeah uh i think it was like two million dollars is what vince bought it for yeah it was something a, like that it was an amount that chris jericho was like if i would have known i would have made a bid <laughs> um but so it's i don't see him spending that much money on ring of honor to then be like to just hand the keys to someone who just quit like does that make sense i don't now granted we don't know the relationship we don't know the terms on which cody left but if it's like hey i want more control like okay i will buy this company for you to have your control in you take care of ring of honor i'll do AEW. like i don't I don't see that being what happens. I mean, it's is it possible? It's wrestling. Literally everything is possible at this point. Yeah, because like, except for Kenny Omega showing up at the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, but, well, but that's because we did the math. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but legitimately, like what you just said isn't the craziest thing I've ever heard. Because no. he's like, I mean, would it be weird? That would be like buying a 747 for free peanuts. Where it's like, I mean, you could just go buy peanuts, but Ring of Honor's available. I'm going to buy that. You just have fun. 
We'll be like if you can build it up to be just as big as AEW, we could probably do something fun because we own all this shit. Um, not saying that's what happened, but like now that you said it out loud, like I mean, it is wrestling. Like that isn't the craziest thing I've ever heard. Nobody was murdered. Like that's it's not that's not why he did it. I don't think that's why he did it. But if you told me that's why he did it, I'd be like. Smart move, because Ring of Honor is going to make you money, and if it makes you more money than what you paid for it, then we call that a positive. And like, it's just weird. It's a weird yeah. concept. I just, I don't know. It's, I think that, to me, I think there will be a lot of. Man, I could see it going so many ways, and that's that's why this, like, the Tony Khan buying it buying ROH is so interesting is because of how many different ways this could go. Yeah. You know, there, there, granted there are people I think that have signed with impact already. I know he's already signed like Jay lethal got signed to AEW, but you know, he could just, you know, tap back into that original roster. That's still available that want to go back or he could, you know, does he want to move maybe some of the like unsigned indie people like to offer them contracts, just not through AEW. I don't, I don't know. It's where this is something that this again. This is another story. It's it's infuriating because it's like we want everything now, but this is another story that we're not going to know the full effects of for like six months, a year more, for it to play out. Yeah. So, but I again, if it's as far as conversations with Cody going like those talks fizzling out with WWE, I could also see him being like. Not he did. I don't think he left AEW with this express intent. He he didn't leave AEW because he wanted to go to WWE. I think he left AEW because that just didn't work out like he wanted. WWE saw a chance and they did have talks. And I think it's just as likely that almost the same scenario with AEW happened, where it's just it comes down to he's like, all right, if you want me back and I know what it's like to be there, this is what I want. And WWE didn't want to either meet that or they wouldn't concede on things that he wanted or he wouldn't concede on things that they wanted. And it just it just didn't work out. But I don't think that this is some big like, oh, this isn't like if Hall and Nash left to WCW and then three months later went back to WWF because. Yeah. Oh, well, Bischoff made these promises that he couldn't keep or, you know, something weird like that. It's, It's not anything that scandalous. I think it's just like Cody didn't get the deal he wanted at AEW. Cody didn't get the deal he wanted at WWE. And now maybe he will be happy with either a different deal or someone will give him a deal that he is happy with. But until, like I said, like I said, when we talked about him leaving until he shows up in a ring somewhere or there is an actual like official press release, not going to believe it. And I'm not going to bet money on it. Same. Which, I mean, is our normal stance on that kind of stuff. But, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, we're very skeptical. We're just like, nope. Hard proof. Hard I proof. I won't, I won't uh, believe it until five minutes after it happens. <laughs> until you've taken the time to absorb it and let it sink in. Because I've gotten hit in the head a lot. And I could be imagining that shit. Like, bas- here, basically, I have to check Twitter and be like, fuck. Which is how I found out about Ring of Don't Honor. Get- Oh, don't get your news on Twitter. Oh, that's a bad place to get your news. No, it's where I it's what I learned from this area of the country which I'm in. I'm gonna. All right, and in <laughs> other news, uh, something that we'll probably talk about more next week whenever I have a chance to actually watch it because I spent all of my days sleeping. 
Um, but Vince McMahon appeared on the Pat McAfee podcast and the two big takeaways from that, um, at least as far as I know, that seemed to have gotten the biggest reaction online were that Vince offered Pat McAfee a match at WrestleMania. We don't know who it's going to be against yet. Um, but he wanted McAfee to have a match at Mania. And that Vince himself will be inducting The Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. You fucking which called is something it. that I called. So yeah. I've, that makes me feel good. Um, but it also makes a ton of sense. And how I talked about the demystification of The Undertaker making me not excited for his Hall of Fame speech. I am very excited to see Vince McMahon induct him. Like, yeah. I am very excited to see that speech. Because someone said like this is the first the the interview with mcafee is like the first out of character just interview that mcmahon has done in like 15 years outside of like documentaries just like as a interview so and we saw you know there's that iconic moment uh at the the undertaker one where he chokes up just thinking about like what the undertaker means to the wwe so to see him give that speech in front of people at the hall of fame i'm i am very interested to see that yeah and it's again it's just it's neat because there was a lot of right answers on who could have inducted undertaker they picked honestly the coolest one in my opinion yeah because there's a lot of people kane could induct there's a lot of people like mick foley could have been that could induct uh stone cold can induct triple h can induct but to really have the franchise of WWE for the last 30 years be inducted by Vince McMahon is very telling. Like, that was cool. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of people Vince could have inducted. That Vince, like, himself could have inducted, and he chose that one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's really, it's a big it's a big thing to see Vince do it. Who inducted Austin? I think Vince. Um, okay. But let me Google it really quick as you keep talking. Because that was the other, that was the, that's really the other big one because their careers were just so intertwined from a storyline, from a television perspective. It was, it Is, was, uh, Vince McMahon that inducted It was him. Vince McMahon. Okay. So that's, that's what I thought. I just, I couldn't remember, but yeah, behind Austin, like, yeah, Undertaker is the, the next one that makes the most sense. So, uh, but that's going to do it for the news of the week. I'm going to talk about the thing that I'm most excited for this week, which is, of course, this Saturday, or I'm sorry, this Sunday. I wish it was a Saturday because this show is going to go long. Um, AEW Revolution. It is the third revolution. I am stoked for this show. It's it, this like, it's one of those where it's just like something's got to go wrong because or something like has got to give because this is a stacked card with a lot of very, very important things happening. And I'm bracing myself for emotional overload. But on the pre-show, they have announced Chris Statlander versus Legit Layla Hirsch, which, if you're not caught up with that feud, really, you just need to know Chris Statlander told Layla Hirsch, I get why your parents abandoned you, and she's the face. So, hell yeah. Uh, And then Hook versus QT Marshall. Cape Girardeau's favorite son. Um, I said that earlier, and you seemed confused, and I and I don't know if I ever explained it to you. 
And for the listeners who don't know, uh, the reason I say that is because whenever QT came to CCW and to have his match against Marco, the crowd cheered him when he came out. And he seemed very surprised by that. QT was over as fuck in Cape. Oh, I can tell you why. And they don't and listen was... to this show, um, so I can say it. I had a bunch of horny coworkers that can't get over the fucking fact on how attractive he is uh, to the point that they still talk about him. They're like, is QT going to be there? And I'm like, I don't think you understand how legitimately busy slash famous that guy is. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I'm not saying it was just them. Oh, no, because it wasn't. I but was there. Like, I know those two loud assholes were so like that's how I noticed who they were because I was instantly booed before I even was able to talk and I yeah I did something bad but I was trying to <laughs> apologize and I was still actively getting shit on and I looked and saw who it was so yeah no I'm not saying it was just them or uh, cheering QT but I know for a fact they definitely weren't hurting the case no not at all uh we'll tell them that they need to watch this pre-show because it's Hook versus QT Marshall and they may just faint at the attractiveness uh, levels of that match. He's such a handsome boy. Uh, also Hook. super excited, just straight up super excited for Hook, even though, yeah. you know, like technically, the, I don't know if, like this is pay-per-view debut for like in a match, even though it's on a, it's it's the kickoff show, but still that's super cool. And I'm very excited because all of his, his stuff has continued to be like the highlights of Rampage episodes. They have, he's, they have really ahead. taken care of him as a character as a whole. Yeah, like 100%. there's this there's is the, a this le- is the perfect textbook way to build a star. Yeah, this is yeah what you said. There's nothing I can say that's gonna be different enough to Sorry. that. Sorry, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I feel bad. No, 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 no. Uh, you're good. It's just literally I was about to say something almost similar, and as I was about to say it, I was like, "That's redundant." <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm excited. This is the and like. Don't this worry. Is the longest I've been upright. <laughs> I get I get ten minutes. I get ten minutes. I know it's coming you my do. way, baby. You do. Um, the AWTBS Championship will be on the line as Jade Cargill defends against Ty Conti. <coughs> that match is going to be really good. Watching uh, Jade said, "So what'd you say?" It's like no one cares about that karate bullshit or something like that. As Anna J had to like hold back Ty. Good shit. Jade Cargill is also someone like she she is similar to Hook in the sense that like every time she goes out she's better yeah like she has somehow improved leaps and bounds from like her previous outing which granted uh turns out she's training with daniel uh I, I, it's Brian been Danielson? so long why is this the one <clears throat> why is this the one that it's I can't been the break? longest Brian... it's the longest Bri- one that's why maybe brian danielson she's been training with brian danielson and i feel like i could be a good wrestler if i had that kind of training just even at like my fat i can't lift anybody but like he'd just be like no just do this like oh okay cool yeah the ahfo andrade el idolo isaiah cassidy and matt hardy in a six-man tornado six-man tornado 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 tag six-man tornado tag team match ahfo Andrade El Idolo, Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy, taking on the team of Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting. Uh, this is following the three-way championship, three-way match for the TNT title on Rampage, I believe. Yes. Which is going to be Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Andrade. Yeah. So that'll be interesting because there is the like 
It's amazing when it's not super overdone, the element of, like, can they coexist can actually work. Yeah. Because, like, that is a wrinkle to the Darby-Sammy Guevara aspect of, and Sting aspect of that match. Because they're not allies, they're not aligned to each other. They actively, like, they had a good match that Andrade ruined, and now they will have just competed for the title two days before. Yeah. So, like, that is an interesting wrinkle, but it's not, like, three of the, you know, 12 matches. And also, they haven't been dragging this into the ground for the last two months of can yeah, they coexist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Championships will be defended in a three-way tag team match. Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. Holy shit. That one, that's another one that is like, there's so much going on with like the last few months of TV between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks and Adam Cole and the Elite and what the Undisputed Originals, I think is what they're called in AEW now of that's the grouping of Red Dragon and Cole. So... I'm very excited to see where this goes. This is another one that like kind of seems early for Jurassic Express to lose and Jurassic Express really kind of had a if this if they do lose the titles here like what was their reign? Like they had that really good match where they won it, but uh oh man, did I just I might have still been in quarantine, so that would have only been a three month or two and a half month reign well i just mean I don't, I don't even mean lengthwise i just mean like they haven't done anything with them yeah they you know i think they they defended against the acclaimed um and private party i think possibly but that but like that's kind of telling of it's just like it's not like oh yeah no they had this match this match this match uh but it'll be a great match regardless so john moxley versus brian danielson I don't I don't really know what else you want me to say there. That's just there's a match of the year contender more than likely. I can't imagine it not being that. Um dear lord. Hell yeah. Going to be violent too. Yay. Real, real bad. Very excited for that. Uh, another match that I'm also incredibly excited for. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. And it's like I like how Kingston's just been talking so much shit on Jericho. That promo exchange that they had on Dynamite with the security guards in there and like Jericho bringing up Kingston's family just mm. yeah. I've the the fact that I used to th- like not enjoy Kingston like my, my brain was clearly broken. You're allowed to be wrong. We we say that all the time like we're both allowed oh, yeah. to be wrong sometimes and you were just wrong about Kingston. I was very wrong about Kingston. Yeah. I was super wrong about Kingston and I'm glad that like it's been the last you know few years like it was before he was even with aew it's not like he just oh just he's on tv he's good now it's it wasn't that it no was because just like, yeah we did that pancakes and power driver show and i was like oh fuck eddie kingston's on this show mm-hmm. and you were like yeah and i was like i because i remember thinking like really like that's yeah. one that's a weird one uh that is weird it, and it was you were right to question me yeah because like i've always loved eddie kingston mm-hmm. uh and yeah i, I get it now <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those that he's so, it's so organic, and it's, again, it's real shocking with the most sarcasm I can fucking lay on it. It's real shocking when you make somebody even seem a little bit realistic without being heavy-handed. Uh, how fucking much they get over just by being themselves. Yep. 
because that was my th- that was my thing is he was so organic but every time and i and it, i didn't have like a ton of exposure to him yeah i had seen him here or there and it was but because he was so organic and so real but he was always the heel and he always and it got me like hook line sinker fucking worked yeah like top top of the level mark ass mark just who would who would book this dude why would Again. you want this dude like he seems so toxic and but like oh no and then it turns out he is one of the most like respected and beloved people again you know if you go back and watch the brody lee memorial show right after or the one right after he died and it was the dark order versus kingston and somebody like another i think it might have been matt it, he was eddie kingston was against the dark order mm-hmm. so he was obviously the heels kingston cuts a promo before the match and says like I love Brody, all the respect in the world to him, but tonight I am beating your ass, mm-hmm. and you are all a joke. And it's like, yeah, you're really good at what you do. Like, And that's just him talking. We're not even talking about him in the ring. Just him oh, yeah. on a microphone is so good because he, it, he he fucking gets it. Again, it's a he understands how wrestling characters work the way Brian or Daniel. Ah, oh, fuck, I, I was right and then uncorrected myself. Uh, you have no Bri- idea how contagious I am. Brian Danielson, he is the Brian Danielson of being on the microphone where he just fucking gets it. Like Daniel or Brian Danielson just understands the art of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston understands the art of talking for professional wrestling so fucking much. And it's so beautiful. It's people like him and Moxley that just like, it doesn't matter if they have a microphone. I'm honestly more invested in that than I am the match because whatever they're going to say is going to be compelling and make sense without being hokey. Unless they want the, uh, it to be hokey. Did you see did you see the Daniel Bryan tweet? Huh. I was just like, what I love about Eddie Kingston is he always like speaks up for other people and shares other people. It, it, it puts him over like in that way. What I hate about Eddie Kingston is Eddie Kingston. Yeah. And it's just like, oh wow, well, let let them fight. I, I want to see it. It'll I happen. See it. Don't I it's good. See, they're I in the, see more. They're in the same company. It'll happen. Eventually, you just gotta let it happen. Especially with this like Moxley stuff, we're just we're right there. We're right there. Oh yeah, you're it's tickling you right on the chin. It really is. Um, moving on though, uh, Keith, uh, face of the revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match: Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks versus Wardlow versus the winner of Friday's match between Christian Cage and Ethan Page. Uh, really hope it's Ethan Page. Probably gonna be Christian. Uh, because that would run in the, never mind. Um, that would, uh, I'm very excited for this match too. I really loved the initial, uh, I really loved the initial entrance where the announced people were Keith Lee versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow. It's Those a, were the first three entrants. It's a and beefy it was like, ladder match. And don't get me wrong. I think ultimately the right call is Ricky Starks in this match. But whenever it was Ricky Starks versus 10, and then it was just four of the names were going to be Keith Lee, Hobbs, Wardlow, and 10. Just like, oh, give me a meat mountain ladder match. Hell yeah. I'm very curious to see what happens between Starks and Hobbs, though. Because there's got to be some kind of fuckery there between Team Taz. Like, one of them's going to do something to make the other one mad. But... As far as who go wins this for a future AWT&T title match... Keith Lee. Wardlow. I think it's gonna I I think it's gonna be Wardlow because I think it's gonna it's gonna play more into the MJF 
Pong and film. the MJF story. Yeah. yeah. But granted, may, that maybe not yet. Maybe next <coughs> year's match, Wardlow wins. Because yeah. we, we are learning that AEW is fine with slow burning things. So uh, the AEW Women's World Championship will be defended. Dr. Britt Baker DMD defends against Thunder Rosa. I love Baker. I love DMD. It's time. Kimmy Rosa with the AEW Women's Championship. Yeah. I needs it. I wants it. Gives it. I agree. Big same. And the dog collar match between CM Punk and MJF. Uh, gonna be hard to argue against their pro their uh, segment on Wednesday for segment of the year i think for me like between the follow-up from last week with mjf basically saying like cm punk is his villain origin story like someone uh put him side by side with the dude from incredibles Mm -hmm. and then like the follow-up to that i am the devil himself with which was kind of a play off of the summer of punk punk promo like wrestling's cool man i don't know i'm just I like it. I'm into it. I love this shit. It's definitely the feud of the year so far. And it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, And I will say it started off a little rocky for me, but like it's really ramped up and I've this stuff I've enjoyed a lot more. Yeah. Uh, And then for the AEW World Championship, Hangman Adam Page faces Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and it's got to be Page. Has to. There's no way that because I think what I think what has to happen here is there there's fuckery between the Bucks and Red Dragon. And I think that's where this breaks down. And then I do think that Cole, I could easily see Cole being the one to take it off of page, but I don't see it happening here. And I could be wrong, but and, and I will be very disappointed because Adam Page has because is like ascended into New Day level of. If he's wrestling, I want him to win his match. Yeah. Uh, so I want him to remain champion. <coughs> but I don't know. Like looking at this card, though, stuff is got like stuff is not going to get the time that it need. I don't know. I just I'm I'm anxious because I really want this to be as good as it looks on paper. But dear Lord, do they have their work cut out for him to like make sure everything gets the time it needs, make sure it can breathe there. Like there's no. Even like the QT Marshall versus uh, Paul White match, like there, there, there's nothing that's like a breather. There's no like segment. There's no you know squash thing. It's there's this is just banger after banger. Like any of these matches, you could tell me ended up being match of the night. And be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, like any of them. Like it's again. It's really amazing what AEW can do whenever all they do is just listen to their fans. And I will say, too, it does kind of benefit that they... I I, I like that they don't do monthly pay-per-views. That the does help, that you too. Get, you get the time to build, and now everything feels important, too, is is cool. So, but that is my time gushing. Um, I'm going to turn this over to Dalton for the Playing With Ourselves segment. Dalton, hit the theme song. Playing With Ourselves. da 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 yeah, I told you to get a new theme song. Um, I did. It was so, different than last time. It was yeah, I know, fucking... and I'm telling and I'm telling you to get a new theme song. Okay. Uh, 
when I say get a new theme song, I mean like get one that I'm gonna like. Oh, gotcha. All right, that should be clear. Fair enough. So, fair enough. Uh, I will have to dock your pay this week. So, uh, I am now less. On. I am now worth less than the RuPaul, which was <laughs> not something I thought I would say, and surprisingly, never thought I would ever say. Uh, my imaginary cryptocurrency. I was gonna have to make you buy into uh, the five stars. I'm, I'm no. I'm docking you fifteen dipshit coin. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to let you just kind of start where you want to start because we got the big, this is the, you informed me. I didn't even know this. Uh, this is the last episode of the show before, uh, 2k22 comes out because you got the the version that has the early, that has the early access. Yeah. Early access starts on the eighth. So, um, by the time that Wednesday rolls around next week, I will have played 2k22 for however long i get to hopefully i'll get to like dig into a little bit of everything that's going to kind of be my review of it since Mm -hmm. i do have work um so we've been getting these ringside reports we've been um influencers are kind of talking more about their game because they're being more a lot of talk more about it wwe released the full roster so and this has all happened in the last since we have both been on a show at the same time two weeks um The highlights of it um, are pretty awesome. The roster is actually real fucking cool uh, because they were able to get 30 people that no longer work for the company on the game because, fuck, at a certain point, 2K just has to say, fuck you, we're doing it. Um, and a lot of my favorite people that got released are still in the game. Uh, Shane or uh, Isaiah Scott's still in it. The Iconics are still in the game, which is real uh, interesting. Um the roster's pretty cool. I think it's like 171, 31 of the, or 30 to 31 of those people are not on, in the company anymore. But we do have a good mixture of current, released, and legend. Um, the showcase mode is all Rey Mysterio, but we kind of knew that going in because he was the cover star. Um, we do not know how many matches we're going to have of Rey Mysterio and how many gears, but we are getting the most important one. Uh, two days ago, they sh- or yesterday, I think, actually, they showed off the showcase mode, and the match they showed off the most was uh, Halloween Havoc 97. So we are getting the Phantom gear, which if mm-hmm. anybody follows my love of Rey Mysterio, that's the best Rey Mysterio gear ever made. Um, it's like one of the shittiest looking in reality, like just the way it was made itself, but it's so cool, um, <laughs> which means we are getting like... Because that match is in there, and then I think the WrestleMania where they wrestled each other is also in there. So we are going to get, like, Eddie before he passed away, like, a year or two before he passed away, and then Eddie in the 90s, so that's cool. We're getting a lot of different Rey Mysterios. Um, GM mode looks like it sucks a big old dick. That's a bummer. Uh, There's no way for me to spin GM mode looking cool. I think they set it in theory to make people happy and then said, oh, fuck, we have to make it now. Um, cause it's, cause it's 50 weeks maximum. That doesn't bother uh, me. You can uh, only, I'm, I'm just running through the compla- yeah. the complaints that I've seen that, yeah, that, yeah. that does matter to people. Uh, 50 weeks maximum. And the big one is you can only have one singles champion. Yeah. And I don't think you can even have, can you have tag champs? I don't think so. I think I also saw that tag champs weren't a thing. So, so yeah, it's, this is the most bare bones. Like, it's like, why even bring it back? And I get it. it, it well, I don't get it. But the reason they did it is because new and improved GMO next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that being said, the shit that they look like they're going to give us is pretty cool at minus GM. Um, I'm really hoping they don't go the way of NBA playgrounds and uh, WWE battlegrounds 
where getting coin to unlock superstars is the biggest bitch in the world. Uh, that was, and there's a lot of things that I haven't seen. Uh, hopefully the, they don't have the accelerator anymore, but I think that they're calling it something else. Cause like I would always buy the like deluxe edition of the games and just unlock everything. The second I turn the game on, cause I don't want to have to work to unlock shit unless it's like extra attires. I want to be able to play as insert legends name here without having to earn 40,000 coins. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of I'm really impressed with a lot of the models considering how they looked in 2K20. There are a couple stinkers, but there's always a couple stinkers even before 2K20 there's always been a couple stinkers. Um the but as a whole the game looks real pretty. I'm excited to see how the new engine works. Um, there's some things I like, some things I don't, but I haven't got to actually play it. Um, but yeah, so expect a very light review of 2K22. Hopefully I enjoy it um, as much as I think I am, because I feel like I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about the creation suite. That's been something that I haven't just looked into a lot. Um, and before I move on to the next thing in playing with ourselves... Um, Retromania, which isn't a game that we talk about because there hasn't been an update in a long time. Uh, Dashing Chris Bay will be live sometime soon. Um, That's cool. They showed off him. They did three. Retromania, Retrosoft, I think is the company name. They showed off three matches of Chris Bay uh, in each of the new arenas that they're opening for the game. I don't know if they're all opening at the same time, but there's three new arenas. They showed a stream today of Chris Bay in each arena in a match. So it's cool that we're getting Chris Bay. Retromania is a game that I think everybody should own. It's really, really good. It's a lot of fun. I play it a couple times a month for a few minutes, and then it's the perfect pick-up, play, leave game. Uh, and fucking War Horse is in it. Also, one more thing before I get on to my last thing. Chella Toys is making a fucking War Horse Hasbro-inspired figure. I don't give a fuck about Hasbro's. I did not buy any of the Heels or Faces figures, even though I fucking should have. I am buying Chella Toys fucking War Horse, because it looks awesome. And I missed out on the Ethan Page one, and I should have bought that one, because uh, it was real dope. But we are getting a War Horse figure. Uh, the artwork seems like it's going to be pretty in-depth, to the point that even the scar is going to be indented on the mold. Um, it's real dope. And uh, the big one, my Super 7s came in. My Gallows, Anderson, Cardona, and Myers Super 7 came in. And I'm not going to lie, Asa, this is going to be the first not super positive playing with ourselves whenever it comes to uh, action figures. I've been very complimentary of every figure I've had um, that I've had on playing with ourselves. But these figures right here aren't that great. These are the Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Super 7 does a weird thing when they do human heads. This one looks like Santa. Gallows does because he has rosy cheeks. And all of the figure like ones, uh, like his head sculpts kind of have that. And then Anderson's head has a weird top shadow thing where like the head is darker than everything else. And Gallows, or not Gallows, Anderson's a bald ass man. Uh, they can't even tell me that this is kind of like, uh, like, sh- like, like where the hair's growing in a little bit. And that's what I'm going to tell myself now. And that's why it looks like that. But it doesn't look good because the Okada has like a weird five o'clock shadow like thing going to it. That was real odd, but um, it's not great. I like that I have the figures. Uh, This is how I'm going to pose them doing the Bullet Club gun thing while holding their beer. Because again, that's just Gals and Anderson in in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm happy I have them. I just wish they were slightly better. But the exact opposite, I have 
Cardona and Myers, the major wrestling figure podcast guys. So I have my uh, my Cardona right here. This figure's dope. I, I have to heat up the finger on the eye because it's, it's doing a little bendy on it a little bit. So I'll have to fix that. But I'm I'm very impressed with the level of detail. Like this very much, they just pulled this straight from Impact. Like that's what it looks like to me. Um, it's the gear that he showed off whenever he was like coming into the Indies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very detailed, but it's because Cardona spent the time to send Super 7 all of the reference picks. So Super 7 had a chance to make a really quality figure with this Cardona. Um, I'm super bummed, Asa, because that's my open box review of my Super 7s. Because Ring or Ringside sent me my Myers with a horrible defect. There's ink on the box that looks just like fucking Brian Myers' signature. They sent me a signed figure. Um, I cried when I saw this for two reasons. <laughs> For one, I fucking love Brian Myers. I've always loved Brian Myers. Um, I like him more than Cardona. Um, it's and like, I don't do sign stuff a whole lot. Like, I don't intentionally do sign stuff, um, except for X Pop. And like, I didn't know I wanted to sign Super Seven. And I've seen like their fans post like signed figures of theirs, and it's real cool to see. But. I didn't really ever want one. Like, we have a signed Zack Ryder Hasbro or Retro because it's Sadie's. This one's mine, and it's super cool. Um, I, I did cry a little bit because I was so, like, shocked by it. Um, And then Ringside got 50 more of my dollars because I then instantly bought another one so I could open. Because this figure's dope as fuck, Asa. Um, mm-hmm. It has the face mask whenever he did his indie return. Three heads. They also come with little action figures of themselves. Yeah, I do like those. Um, I probably won't pose them with it, but like it's real cool. The interchangeable heads are are really awesome. I just I was really like stunned when I noticed that this was signed. Um, and it's really cool. Uh Brian Myers lives like really close to the ringside building, like their actual warehouse where they've done like videos there before. So like I don't think Brian Myers actually like orders and gets things shipped. I think he orders them and then just walks over. And picks them up. And picks them up. So I'm I'm willing to say he just... And I think Sadie even said she's like, I thought I heard something about him doing that. So what they did was they he just opened up a bunch of these, signed them, and then put them back in the box. Um, and it's it's really cool. Um, especially since I didn't, like, pay for it. It's even more cool. So, like, the extra $50 that I'm bitching about is totally worth it to have a signed action figure of his. And for it to be, like, the coolest action figure they made of him, at, like, that's been made of him, is really dope. Um... So, if you're going to buy Super 7s, if you like the New Japan ones, um, I feel like the Carl Anderson's one that you kind of need if you're doing a, a New Japan set, but the figure's kind of lacking. Um, the Gallows is pretty cool, even though there's a big gear discrepancy on what it's supposed to look like, but if you are just if you just want cool act like wrestling action figures, go for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast ones. They're really cool. They added a lot of extra detail because the two guys that were getting made did the input. Uh, I believe the other two just signed the deal and said "fuck it." Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, are you really that surprised? That no, the no, I'm not guys surprised. Whose careers are half built on loving action figures, their figures are the better ones. Yeah. Um, two, qu- I, I do have a couple, just real quick questions for you. Yeah. Uh, what? So you you showed your Cardona the you said the finger was kind of bent, so you're gonna have to eat it. Is the is is the finger articulated or is it just like it's supposed to just be pointed and you got to straighten it out? I got to straighten it out. It's supposed to be pointed okay. straight up because he's doing the li. 
Yeah. Um, but no, I knew because I knew. Yeah, I knew how it was. I just didn't know if the hands were that like level of articulated. No, they're, second question. They're just plastic. Yeah. Plastic okay, that's mold. what, and that's what I assumed because I was like, I didn't think Super Seven got that articulated. No. Um, th- overall, though, you have been kind of critical of the Super Seven wrestling figures. Yeah, and- because I know you didn't love the the you were you were well it's actually it's kind of similar because there were some of the new japan figures that you had you were you really liked but there were a couple other ones that i knew that you didn't you know you weren't thrilled with yeah uh the okada which was the bummer because that was the one i was the most excited for mm-hmm. that one was kind of a dud uh the ishi's beautiful um i have tanahashi and osprey they exist those are figures i own and mm-hmm. then i saw sadie's older brother don has um Whenever I went home to their house for Christmas, he had um, Lij up, yeah. except for I no, he had all four of them, and I instantly went out and bought Naito and Takahashi because <laughs> I love them and I love both those figures. There's little things that's wrong with them. It's not like WWE Elite or Jazzwares um, Unrivaled, where they very much know what works at this point and then just make figures off of that. Uh, Super 7 has to, like, make all this shit from the ground up now. Well, not as much now because they're kind of getting a small line of figures. But there's a lot of just glaring mistakes they make. And Super 7 doesn't do a good job with, like, human faces. If you do their cartoon shit, from what I've heard, Super 7 is worth the price point. But if, like, even if you look at the Power Ranger ones, like, the the faces on the civilians are nowhere near the, uh, not Mattel, Hasbro Lightning Collection. And the yeah. Lightning Collections are 20 bucks a piece, and a Ultimate is $45. And these are yeah. like ma- almost made to order. The reason that you can still order these on Ringside is because Ringside ordered a fuck ton of them. Um, but, like, it's hard for me to say that you don't need them if you're a wrestling collector like I am. But not a lot of people are wrestling collectors like I am. If you want dope wrestling action figures by Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, if you want a New Japan section... You have to order the Good Brothers, um, especially Anderson, which is kind of the stinker out of the four, in my opinion. Um, I'm happy I have them. I wish they were slightly better. It's not the end of the world, but if I have to review them, that's kind of my opinion on them. No, yeah, and that makes sense because you you have them to where, like, if you were to start, like, a New Japan shelf, like, you have them there, and you can kind of, like, hide the, you know, ones you really don't like kind of farther in the back, you know, tuck those away a little bit. But yeah. But, it, it, you know, and it's not like they're terrible. They're just underwhelming, especially for the price point, it yeah. seems like. Uh, and I do know that there were those issues of just like, hey, here's the prototype image. And then, like, what the final image looks like are way different. Yeah. So And I'm, was... whenever um, my next little bonus Chesky comes in, I'll probably end up buying Evil and Bushi. Just because now I'm only missing two. Yeah. <clears throat> Even and... though I really don't care about Bushi at all. And the evil has that big cloth robe, and I'm afraid it's going to stain the figure. Um, I'll probably still end up ordering them and getting them just because I have everything else. Um, yeah, may as well. They're cool figures, but I legitimately only suggest them for people that love collecting wrestling figures. If you're kind of even iffy about it, don't waste your money. Um, if you're big fans of these guys, though, it's hard to pass. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, well, that is any any final thoughts on either. 2k or super seven um super seven make me a kenta and god (laughs) please 2k 22 don't suck 
Just be functioning. You'll get you're gonna get an extra like fifteen points added onto your Metacritic store if you just like Play. work. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, so next week, I'm genuinely, I'm kind of excited to hear like what I'm, I'm excited to see the reviews for 2K. I really hope it does well. Um, like I said, like I've been super critical of them, but like that doesn't mean I actually want them to fail because that's a shitty mindset to have. Yeah. Um, and I'm not that level of a shitty person. Um, but yeah, so we'll get Dalton's thoughts on that next week. Uh, we will see what else happens in wrestling because I feel like it, there's gonna be a lot that could uh are we gonna are we gonna get swiss tony at revolution could we i would can i i would shit my pants i'd be very excited uh but yeah so that's sunday so next week yeah we're gonna talk about revolution uh we're gonna talk about 2k we will talk about anything else that happens coming out of it we may maybe we'll get some more out of that vince mcmahon interview from the mcafee show who knows you know how you can know is if you tune in next week or you know if you want a little preview maybe just follow us over at twitter at nerdiest part if you want to follow the show if you want to follow me i'm at the five star man if you want to follow dalton he's at pz 85 d anthony and until then take care of yourselves stay healthy uh be safe and watch wrestling